This is Clay with Turtle Reads Podcast and with my co-host, Melissa. Awesome. How are you, Melissa? I'm doing okay. How you doing? I'm good. Just, yeah, a little a little feeling it from 4th of July yesterday, but I'm uh, overall really good. I, can, I know. I can imagine. <laughs> so what did you do for 4th of July? I uh, went over to uh, 1 o'clock. I went over to a party, a 4th of July party that like had a ridiculous amount of people for how it's a really nice house, but like, yeah, the backyard was mostly taken up by a giant blow up slip and slide and, uh, hmm. and a pool for dogs, like specifically for the dogs, which was hilarious. The two of the sweetest dogs ever, Rookie and Ralph. And yeah, it was like a swamp pool. How were they with the pool? Were they just jumping in? And oh a, yeah. Jumping in, have fun, come out, get everyone wet by shaking and then go back <laughs> in. It was, it was fun. Um, and then yeah, eight o'clock I went to a different fourth of july get together way more intimate and that was awesome too just overall got really drunk over the whole course of the day so (laughs) it's like recovery after a long day of drinking is way different what's your your drink choice (laughs) i mean most of the time double whiskey coke i was doing a lot of michelob because i confiscated some michelob ultra from a guy we uh we kicked out of the hotel and he got arrested so he, they left behind like a whole mini fridge full of Michelob Ultra. Hell yeah. And I just grabbed them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, either the housekeeping is going to get this or I am. Yeah. So So it's a race. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Does housekeeping know that you're their arch rival? <laughs> I don't know if they know yet, but for sure that that's that. <laughs> you and housekeeping, you just look at each other. <laughs> it's like, I, got you. I mean, I'm the one kicking people out. So if I don't get it, like... Yeah, they're gonna get it, but I'm, I got first dips for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Uh, uh, so you got that right, Michelob Lime, you said? Michelob Ultra. M- Michelob Ultra. And I did uh, like at uh, the bigger party. Uh, I did drink rum and orange juice. Oof. That was pretty good, honestly. Was it? I, yeah, that sounds I, rough. That's I recommend rum, orange juice whenever you got nothing else. That's triggering me right now. <laughs> I think I have some latent memory of doing that. I mean, I, I, uh, turns out I like, I like tequila, orange juice, you know, um, screwdriver, uh, vodka, orange juice. Orange juice is just really good alcohol drink, hmm. like alcohol mixer, I find. Really? Yeah, it pretty much goes with any type of alcohol, apparently. It's just making me think of throwing up. I can't. I think I, I think maybe because I probably did drink a bunch of that and threw up one time, and I think my memory, yeah, it's I, in my I, memory banks. I have that with uh, Kraken, the spiced rum. Oh, really? That's yours? Yeah, my like twenty second birthday or something. I just went to town on like two bottles of Kraken. Hennessy is that for me yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's your. Yeah, I feel like everybody has the that one liquor. Yeah, yeah. They went too hard one time. They learned their lesson, but they can't go back to that drink. You can't tangle with that fucking thing. <laughs> Whenever it's around, it's you're just sense like, memory of like last time you did this, it did not end well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, your, it's your body telling you, "Hey, you you got poisoned. It, this poisoned you. Don't do it again. Be careful." Yeah, how was yours? It was good. It was quiet. You know, I don't really drink anymore, so I'm just yeah. But you could you could do all kinds of other stuff to celebrate Fourth of July. You do edibles, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know anybody here well enough to to know that I can chill with them like that. 
and most people want to smoke weed anyway because that's kind of like, the gateway really weed is the gateway to friendship is what it is it's not no, a gateway, yeah. it's the great gateway drug for for friendship development it is i yesterday whenever i went to the bigger get together thing it was a bunch of people i didn't know at first it was a uh, my friends a friend who i used to work with his new work friends which like they sell lasers <laughs> that's awesome so like <laughs> that's a great you know job. really high-end people and shit and i'm i was just sitting there and once they had one kid once the kid left i like loaded a bowl and i was just like sitting there and every now and then somebody would come by and we'd smoke together talk about vinyl records and shit <laughs> like that it really did like weed does really help people socialize with each other mm-hmm. on a level that like alcohol sometimes is a hit or miss you know yeah. weed basically if if they're willing to smoke they're like okay this is cool yeah. it's gonna be cool Alcohol, it's like it might might be an amazing conversation, or you're just talking to someone who's just face planted on yeah. the ground. And you're like, are you okay? <laughs> that's, that's your, yeah. No, yeah. If you um, you, you do edibles, that shit's fun at a party. Like, I think I can do it now. I don't know. Maybe it used to make me really paranoid. All right, we'll see and what we're doing for no. Thanksgiving. I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot around you. <laughs> I trust, but that's but then I'll see how it goes. I feel For like sure. I think I, I can, mush, mushrooms is way better though. I can maybe microdose okay. while everybody else does. That would be fun as fuck. Yeah, I don't mind microdosing while everybody smokes weed. That's fine with me. Uh, I'll, I'll throw a bunch of mushrooms down the pipe too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. I, I'll do like a whole eighth and we'll have fun. Did you do that last night? No, no. I I've, I used to do it regularly though. Yeah. I, I've taken two eighths and sat in the back patio of the creek yeah. for like a whole night just vibing <laughs> just in a chair <laughs> that's awesome it's great i i i hallucinogens are some of my favorites i wish i could get as high with edibles as most people can yeah because you get that little like oh i tripped on edibles and it's like i want that so bad Ugh, i don't want that, that shit <laughs> fucks me up fucks me up but yeah mushrooms i would do uh but i didn't do anything last night i just kind of met up with this other couple you know, because now I'm in a couple, I'm, I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. long enough to where now I have to find double dates, friend, yeah, couple friends, which is hard because usually we'll meet a comic that the both of us get along pretty well with. Mm-hmm. Then they'll bring the girlfriend, and then that's when you got to meet non-comic couples. Yeah, basically, but there's we don't there's nobody to do that, and also most non-comic people are boring. So well, I got I, I got a, a they don't know how to the take friend a I went to his party yesterday, Rob and Emma. You know, you remember Rob, the mm-hmm. bartender, mm-hmm. non-comic. Well, kind of he he's starting to do comedy and he's really funny, but yeah, uh, not not like he he has a big boy job, so Ooh. it takes a lot selling lasers. Yeah, selling yeah. lasers. <laughs> and then <laughs> Emma, that sounds way more epic than I think well, it probably oh, actually man, is. I just realized you you and Emma might not get along. She's HR. <laughs> hate HR. I know. Listen, <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> I thought about it. Look, I don't think HR is bad intrinsically. Okay, I just think that the tools that they have now for surveillance are making them dangerous. <laughs> That's that really is my true position. I don't care about you know. I don't think anybody, any group of people, is, is inherently anything. But I just think HR has too much power right now. They they have the nuclear codes for for <laughs> surveillance. You know, control social media control fuck that <laughs> just 
She could be she could be a cool HR lady. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. 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 I'm just pretty loose. Like like a pretty fun. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Emma and Rob might be a good good choice. Yeah. I did a comedy show where I, there was HR ladies. I was yelling at them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, "You fucking HR!" There, and they stared at me, and I was like, "You know what the fuck you're doing?" Right? And they started laughing. Like, ah. Because they do know. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. They know what the they know what they're doing. Anyway, uh, maybe yeah, sure, I'll meet her. I'm I'm open. But yeah, like I said, so when I meet a girl, when 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 the girlfriend appears, that that is really what it hinges on. If yeah. she can hang with now three comedian people who tell off color jokes yeah. constantly and don't know how to cope with their feelings, so they will never say anything genuinely. Yeah, that's a hard thing for a person to be thrust into and yeah. i get that yeah yeah that's uh, that, that's got to be a weird one but I, I i'm i don't know i feel like i found a good bit of a different i, I have an, enough like groups of people once i do get a girlfriend or whatever i have enough like friends who are in couples as well and i'm friends with both of them that like yeah that'll be good it, it it's good testing ground for whatever chick I'm seeing because, like, if they can't hang with, you know, this couple of <laughs> yeah. friends who are comedy adjacent or this couple of friends who are comedy adjacent, I'm like, all right, you can't. <laughs> this is who I'm spending most of my time with. It's I, funny how all your girl, your dates will end up being part of some focus group yeah. <laughs> that they don't even know they're a part of. <laughs> uh, I forget what. Oh, it was. Uh, I was watching it last night at my second at the second thing. Uh, Van Wilder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the movie with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. uh, he, there's a good quote. Every first date is an interview. <laughs> like literally, every first date, you you're like seeing like, okay, can you hang? You know, how do you treat staff at places? Mm-hmm. What like it's it's a legit interview. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. I mean, part of my interview is you have to be able to hang with my friends or at this club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's not much to ask, really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend a lot of time here. If you want to spend time with me, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's just difficult, though. It's difficult for. <laughs> I just, I empathize with that kind of situation where you're this one person. You don't know any of these people, these places, and you're being kind of asked to. Go, yeah. Go out on a limb and trust uh, that these people are all cool, and you could just be comfortable. That's hard. That's hard yeah. to do. That's why I never. It doesn't upset me, but when a a girlfriend of a comic that we're hanging out with is just—you could tell she's like, "This isn't like this is too many pedophile jokes." Yeah, I didn't she never see them again. Yeah, it just uh, makes it harder. But, yeah, yeah. I, it's gonna be interesting to see like how all this develops with the comedy community, and then like what comics date other comics, and who. Oh, that's awful. It, I mean, some of them are good. Some of them Sometimes. make it work. And, and and they're good together. You know, they got Casey Rocket and Cat. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I, yeah, I, look. <laughs> <laughs> you just, I've just and always, then, it's very rare for two comedians to be yeah, able to. Because it's, it's like two cats. Yeah, it, 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 it is two broken people. Yeah. So. Yeah. And broken people are a lot like cats, right? So they, they need certain kinds of uh, concessions. And if the other cat doesn't want, they're just. <laughs> You know, <laughs> then you break up, and then and then you just hear material about them, the other person, for like half a year. Yeah, yeah, that always it doesn't 
in well really yeah suddenly you're starting to hear about the pussy of someone that you just you didn't want to know that about yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody in the community is like i know who he's talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah so she has three nipples really <laughs> like, all right. well anyway let's get to work here all right um we are going over witches abroad by terry pratchett 12th uh, yes, it is the 12th Discworld novel and originally published in 1991. It is about uh, three witches, the Witch's Coven, Granny Weatherwax, Magrat Garlic, and Nanny Og, all going on a trip abroad across multiple countries. And, uh, like, I was trying to keep in my head, like, all the different, like, they for sure went to what is Italy for the running of the bulls. No, wasn't that Spain? Or Spain. Yeah, they went to Sorry, Spain. Sorry, not Italy. Yeah, um, that same fucking thing. Well, and there was a thing with the, that was the one, I, maybe it was like Transylvania, but there was the one with the vampire with the with that bat. Mm, that was a funny one. Yeah, where like they that. like lit the castle on fire. Yeah. Uh, I think that's like Transylvania supposed to be. Yeah, I think so. Romania. Yeah. Like one of those. I was trying to keep in my head like all the different places they were going. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, and also, the, yeah. <laughs> The the whole thing of going to Genoa being like Louisiana, that was wild. I, I, that was, I was good. Yeah. It was a good twist. Or not twist, but yeah, it was good. It was, I, I was so that. glad to see, but just like I, as soon as we got into it, I was like, oh, Terry Pratchett, a old British dude, is going to try to write out what Cajun people sound like. He doesn't. Well, he, he's so because an old, an elderly, old boy British, yeah, guy, proper. You know, they are. That's the diametric opposite of Louisiana. Yeah, because Louisiana is Creole, is right. is mysticism. Sometimes is this, it's that, it's the swamps. It's it's a lot of not order. Yeah, and British people love order. It was it was weird when I knew I knew it was, I was gonna cringe a little bit. I was like, Yeah, it's a proper gentleman talking about <laughs> Cajun shit. He's like, chew them, chew them, <laughs> chew them. I I say there, chew them, <laughs> pip pip, chew them, cheerio. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. All right. <laughs> Mm. All right, um, well, we'll get into that. Well, so do you want plot summary? Yeah. What do you do? You want to do plot summary first, or and then talk about how he fucked up Louisiana, or do you want to talk well, about that first and then just dive into the plot? We'll hit it whenever it comes to it in the plot summary. You got it, brother. Let's do it. All right. So, plot following the death of the witch Desert Desiderata Desiderata Hollow. That's such a weird name. Whenever I'm doubting it, I just I try to put on kind of like a Midwest uh, pronunciation. Right. What, whatever I think somebody from uh, Milwaukee is going to say it like. I'll just, I'll just say it. Yeah. Desiderata. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. All right. Uh, following <laughs> the d- death of the witch Desiderata Hollow, Magrat Garlic receives Desiderata's magic wand. For Desiderata was not only a witch, <laughs> but also a fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. By giving the wand to Magrat... She effectively makes Magrat the new fairy godmother to a young woman called Emberella. Oh, I thought her name was Magrat. Magrat. I'm Magrat, Magrat, I don't know. Magrat. One of them. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. The names, are, the names are so weird. I just like kind of pronounce <laughs> them like, you know, there's no person named Magrat on our world. Nope. So 
it is kind of up for grabs, how you want to pronounce it. I'm down, yeah. Uh, she becomes a fairy godmother to a young woman called Emberella, who lives across the disc in Genoa. Sadly, Desiderata does not give <laughs> McGrath any instruction on how to use the wand, so pretty much anything that McGrath points it at simply becomes a pumpkin. And then she does... I, I wish she would have... I want to know how it fucking works personally. Uh, <laughs> but um, the other witch, uh, Lilith, she like moves the rings on the wand at one point. Like They had these the little rings that mm-hmm. were on the wand, and she moves them to yeah. use different spells and shit. And I'm like... What? How does that even work? I want to know how it works. And also, McGrath's walking around with this fucking wand with a bunch of rings on it. Not, never once did she just like kind of like kind of rub it try to move some stuff try to fiddle with it to mm-hmm. figure it out like i would have been constantly like okay what yeah. is, oh this does something like yeah but she's all into mysticism and crystals and shit like that people like that do not uh, they don't get into how things work right they they get into how esoteric abstractness <laughs> works so she kept trying to imagine things and she kept thinking about pumpkins the whole time yeah, and that's why she couldn't figure it out. But yeah, it's like a, I guess it was kind of like a, um, uh, almost a uh, the the word escapes me. But it's like when you're trying to tune a, a radio to, to the right yeah. frequency or a radio wave. Yeah, I think maybe it's something like that. Yeah, so the gets, little dials, are just like rings, and like yeah, you could do different spells. Just fucking <laughs> spin one of the rings. God yeah. damn it! Just scroll along the FM. Yeah, uh, <laughs> magic radio waves. Uh, Desiderata had promised Emberella that she would not that she would not be forced to marry the Duke or Duck, as it was spelled in the book, uh, who's really a frog prince. Now it is up to Magrat and her companions, Granny Weatherwax and Nanny Og, to ensure Emberella does not marry the Duck. Despite the desires of another witch in Genua called Lilith, Desiderata's fairy godmother counterpart, Lilith used the power of mirrors to capture Genua. Mm-hmm. Uh, mirror magic. She stands in between two mirrors and can like use her own soul energy to she do like, shit. Amplifies it. Yeah. And uh, she also uses the mirrors as surveillance. Yeah. Do you, do you know what a panopticon is? Nope. A panopticon is uh, pan optics, right? Uh, uh, like a pan, like a, a like picture, panning, yeah, right? Yeah. Panning, right? So the idea is ba- they use it in prisons, certain prisons where. Um, you put the cell blocks in the center of a space, and then um, you create uh, rooms that line the the borders of all of those of that block of prison, so that you can walk around the entire space and and look in and see everybody, no matter where they are. You're, you're, it's a panopticon. You always can see them. It's uh, it was like it was the first mass surveillance tool, if you think about okay. it. Okay. So now we got phones. Which are mass surveillance. So this bitch is using mirrors, like uh, yeah, like the way Google uses your phone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it, she was, it, and it was more than mirrors. It was like reflection on the water, reflection on the ice. Yeah. Uh, and she's using it's a panopticon in yeah. Genua that she's using. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was uh, and also, it'll say it somewhere in here. Uh-huh. Um, Lilith is uh, Granny Weatherwax's sister. Right. I, I, as soon as Granny looked through the first mirror and smashed it, I knew it was something. It's either like it's her sister 
mm-hmm. or like it's an ex it wouldn't be an ex lover but like an ex best friend or something like it was it yeah she knew the person so intimately that she like legit smashed a mirror and f- cut up her hands made her enraged yeah it's kind of it's probably a good thing that she didn't get the the wand yeah that would have probably been too much power yeah. against too much power it would have been she like, would have nuked Genua. right, right. <laughs> it'd be like those videos uh those animated fights between um dragon ball z yeah. character and superman or something yeah. like that right uh what's, what's the name did you ever see that goku video? goku yeah goku versus superman is yeah a, i'm super nerd um <laughs> he is a super nerd goku i wish versus you had super- an undershirt right now that you could rip, <laughs> rip off the SN. buttons yeah <laughs> it's sn at the bottom no yeah goku and superman versus superman is an old debate that nerds will go on and it doesn't really matter because uh they're both like generally good mm-hmm. goku's a horrible father <laughs> Superman is a dunce, but they're generally good people, and they wouldn't fight each other. Right. End of discussion. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Close the book on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I watched a video about that like a few days ago. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm glad because I, I, this was open ended for me. But you have closed the book, and I officially am like, all right, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. No, yeah, I could go into deep detail about like that kind of shit, and I just like, I, I just like, all right, keep it concise. <laughs> yeah, let's not make that too long of a of a thing because I don't want to show my real nerdiness. The the mantra of people with ADD <laughs> in your head every day. You're like, keep it, keep it short, keep it short. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're drifting, you're drifting. Their eyes are glazing. <laughs> All right. Um, the trio of witches journey to Genua, which takes some time and involves numerous misadventures, such as an encounter with the village terrorized by a vampire. Neniog's cat Grebo catches it in bad form and eats it. I like that one. An incident where they encounter a running of the bulls-like event, and a house falling on Nanny's head, which she survives thanks to her hat with the willow reinforcement. Yeah. yeah that was that was insane. Uh, I for sure thought. Nanny was dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, like, I was like, I almost stopped the book. I'm like, wow, they just straight up killed one of the witches. Yeah. Like, they'll definitely bring her back to life, but, like, yeah. they dropped a house on her. Yeah. <laughs> they're to figure out how they're going to bring her back. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good uh, misdirect. Yeah. And Grebo was, yeah, Grebo was super fun throughout this one. They gave him a little time as a man. Yeah. So that's fun. What'd you think of Grebo as a dude? Uh, he, perfect cat. Perfect cat dude. <laughs> perfect uh, cat dude. Uh, That's my boyfriend, Gene. He's a perfect <laughs> cat dude. Yeah. Well, now you just got to lose an eye and wear leather. <laughs> well, I'm hope. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it was interesting because in my mind, I was comparing him to, uh, they have an old British television show called The Red Dwarf. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, basically they have, uh, the idea is, uh, everyone on this spaceship dies. Yeah. Uh, and except for one person who's locked in stasis, a cat who's stuck in the hold, and uh, there's a hologram of somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, but kind of like Lex. Huh? Kind of like that show Lex. I don't know. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, the guy who's stuck in stasis, he's stuck there for three million years because there was a radiation leak, mm-hmm. or three billion years. Jesus. And uh, the cat evolves into a cat man. Uh, like the, his progeny, uh, eventually evolves into cat people. And so the, 
uh, the, whenever the guy gets out of stasis, there's like it's basically like Prince mixed <laughs> with James Brown. Yeah, this guy. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, cat, the black dude. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they have a evolutionary uh, timeline drawing. Yes. <laughs> you can just see him slowly become Catman. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so I was, like, comparing Grebo to, like, him, and it's pretty close besides the fact that Grebo, like, Cat can talk and, like, say stuff re- re- regular, yeah. relatively normal. Yeah. And Grebo is, like, just turned into a human, so he's, like, yeah. just getting shit down, can't really turn knobs with his hands, doesn't know how to use hands. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was pretty close, you know. Basically, wanting to eat Cat and man. fuck the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said rape specifically. Though. Yeah, rape and kill. Dude, that was that was wild. I was like, holy fuck! Uh, I think, I think there was a part in this book where Grebo straight up just raped that woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I I think that happened. So yeah, if y'all are down with that, uh, this is a book for you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the turtle reads. Cut. We do not endorse rape. However, we don't endorse rape. But uh, if a cat does it to a human in a book, that is very fucking weird and interesting. <laughs> Literary devices <laughs> clearly an exemption. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, Neniog survived the house falling on her head. Upon arrival in Genua, Magrat goes to meet Emberella, while the two older witches meet Urzuli Gurgle, Gogol, <laughs> Gogol, Gogol. Right? Yeah. A voodoo witch and her zombie servant, Baron Saturday, who was also her late lover. Yeah. Uh, Baron Saturday, do you know Baron Samadhi? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so expl- uh, please uh, expound on this. I don't know much about his like mythological origins or anything, but Baron Samadhi is like the main voodoo like deity. Mm-hmm. Um, the deity of death, basically, I, 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 I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this goes back to Haitian uh, yeah. voodoo. Yeah, old Haitian Didi. Yeah. Okay. So he. Uh, oh yeah, I think I have heard of this guy because yeah. uh, I'm I'm kind of adjacent to Haiti, uh, being half Dominican. Yeah. And also, I sang in some bands that were into that shit. So I mean, I met a few people. I kind of got into that a little bit. Yeah. Big top hat and it. suit and all that. Right. Shit. Yeah. Um, and it's at this time that Magrat finds out that Emberella has two fairy godmothers. Magrat and Lilith. It was Lilith who had manipulated many of the various stories that the witches had traveled through and who was now manipulating Genua itself, wrapping the city around her version of the Cinderella story. Lilith has had people arrested for crimes against stories, including the arrest of a toy maker for not being jolly, not whistling, and not telling the children's stories. Mm -hmm. At this point, it is revealed that Lilith is actually Lily, Granny Weatherwax's older sister. Um, this kind of reminded me of um, the um, uh, dude. I'm blanking on so much today, but um, the the green ogre movie. Oh Shrek! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Shrek. The thank you. The similarities between that, like, yeah, the, this was like, oh, let's explore all the fairy tales and all this kind of shit. Red Little Red Riding Hood, they kill the wolf, and then they give it a proper burial because it was a person. Uh, yeah, that was a sad one. That's yeah, that was gnarly. that was pretty sad. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they had the um, running of the bulls, which wasn't. That's not really a fairy tale. It's more of a just a thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, um, the vampire thing was cool, but yeah, it's it, it is like uh, they're basically running through 
Shrek's world mm-hmm. in the disc world. Like yeah. all the different fairy tales, fucking the. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes you and wonder. the Wizard of Oz makes you wonder. They had the dwarves that came yeah. after the f- house fell, and yeah. were like, "Oh, the wicked witch is dead. Is is the witch dead? <laughs> oh no, there's two other witches. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Can I get your boots? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Bronx shit. <laughs> get her shoes. Get her shoes. <laughs> um, using hypnosis, Granny convinces McGrath to attend the masked ball in place of Umbrella. Grebo is transformed into human form to aid the witches. And like I said, he's a fucking maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Emberella's dress fits, but the glass slippers do not. After enjoying themselves for a while at the ball, the witches are discovered and are cast into a dungeon. At that point, Emberella, Mrs. Gogol, and Baron Saturday arrive at the ball, having broken the witches out of their prison with the aid of Cas- Casanunda, a dwarf <laughs> and the disc's second greatest lover. Yeah. <laughs> Which we don't even know is a man or a woman. Right, yep. <laughs> Additionally. Yep. <laughs> a high concentration of magic causes the Duke to to revert to his frog form, and he is trampled by Baron Saturday, causing Lily to flee. Granny starts to follow, but Mrs. Gogol, wanting to kill Lily, tries to stop Granny by using a voodoo doll. And yeah, she's like, takes out both of Granny's legs, like put pins through both of Granny's legs. Mm-hmm. And then... uh Granny, like, throws her hand into a fire. Yeah. yeah. Granny thrusts her arm into a flaming torch and preys upon Mrs. Gogol's own belief in the power of the doll to make it burst into flames. Granny Weatherwax then pursues Lily. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Fucking Some headology right there. That's, uh, that's what she's good at. I mean, she's fucking... She makes people believe that she did something more than what she actually does. Yeah. Granny Weatherwax <laughs> is an interesting character because you like her. Um, you want her to win. You're like, go, go, go. But there's this constant understanding that you don't want her to win too much yeah. or know too much about how awesome she is yeah. because then she will destroy the world. Yeah. She, <laughs> it, like I said, if if it was switched and Granny had, had gotten the wand instead of Lily, then she would have nuked Genua. Like, yeah. as, as the first time somebody, like, st- stood against her, she would have, like done something that would have caused everybody to be frogs or yeah. something wild. Yeah. It would just be a crater yeah. on the back of the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, Emberella is informed that as the daughter of the late Baron Saturday, the previous ruler of Genoa, she is now the Duchess of Genoa. Her mm-hmm. first command is to end the ball, she dislikes them, and attend the Mardi Gras parade, a form of binge drinking carnival. <laughs> Umbrella's yes. a fucking party whore over here. That that is a perfect description of Mardi Gras. It's a binge drinking <laughs> carnival, um, and and I I loved it. I, I yeah. What did you love about it? Come on, we gotta hear. We gotta hear from you now. Okay, um, you really gotta. Genua. Did you write an essay about this? Do you have it in? Do you, are you ready? <laughs> Please let me know every point <laughs> where this went wrong and where where it went right. Thank no, you. it was it was pretty good. Uh, his his. Uh, Writing of how Mrs. Gogol would have talked was a think? little weird. Um, it, it was a little off from how most Cajun or Creole accents are, but I wasn't too worried about that. Reference to gumbo, perfect. Reference to jambalaya, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> um, I think he referenced beignets at one point, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, 
it was like a, two two other references where I was like, okay, cool. He's he's been to Louisiana at least. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, he doesn't strike me as somebody that would just write out of ignorance. Yeah. Just write whatever the fuck comes into his head. Yeah. Which can be interesting too, I guess. But like, there's this painter that uh, from the Impressionist era who 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 never went to the never went to the uh, any island ever, right? Um, I never went to Africa, but he would just make paintings about it based on what he imagined it was. And it was just a bunch of naked black chicks with snakes all over them, right? And he's like, this is Africa, right? This is what it's I like, want it to be. Yeah, exactly. It's the <laughs> Africa of my dreams. So. Wow. Um, yeah. It, it, the And, yeah, the Mardi Gras thing, that's that's great. I love that they included that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, yeah. Uh, Latin America has uh, any any one of the the Catholic, formerly Catholic, co- colonized one areas. Yeah, they that have some they kind got, of carnival. They got a carnival. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen any of the carnivals from south of the border? No. Um, the Dominican one is weird. They the traditions. I don't know. Let me know if you guys have this. So there's a big thing with uh, people dressing up as devils, mm-hmm. carnival devils. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be these kids, and they'll they'll put a lot of work into these costumes. They're very frilly and full of, and then they paint the the devil faces, right? And they they put a lot of work into it. And uh, their whole thing is they get <clears throat> dried, desiccated cow udders. Okay, right. They inflate them so that they're a hard ball. Okay. They attach them to a stick. And then what they do is they're dressed as devils and they go, they smack the shit out of people with the cow waters. And that's their, that's their role in carnival. Usually they're smacking you in the ass and then they, and it's, you know, it's teenage boys. So they're going after girls, right? Just smack them in the butt, but they, they just hit everybody. And, um, and that is a tradition uh, in the Dominican Republic for the carnival. Also people dressed as zombies. Zombies thing's cool. Um, <laughs> You're like cow udders. Cow udders slapping is <laughs> yeah. weird. It is That's weird. Super weird. <laughs> like we have a, we have a weird tradition. Uh, there's a few small towns in South Louisiana during Mardi Gras that people dress up as jesters and chase around a chicken, and whoever catches a chicken gets a, like a whole pot of gumbo. Really? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's not smacking people with cow udders. <laughs> Like, I mean, you, you don't have to tell me. Okay, I lived it. I, what? Why? What is? That's and that's where my mind goes to whenever I hear that kind of shit. I'm like, how did that start? What was the? What was the genesis of that tradition? Because you know that the the original version of that is always way grosser and way darker, Just more awful. Yeah, yeah, like it used to be probably used to be wet cow water. Yeah, yeah, like they didn't even dry it out. Yeah. They just blew it up with blood still in it yeah. and like yeah, hit people with it. It's like probably an early form of paintball if you think about it. Right? <laughs> and it would be like, "Ah, you're all full of blood. No gumbo for you, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> And there's like a dead cow, it's like flies, and sh- there's a pile of dead cows somewhere. <laughs> God, that's so weird. It's not weird. We, we, humans are fucking crazy. Well, yeah, but like, we don't have to do the fucking Look, cow otter stuff, man, anymore. We can we okay. can move past that. Well, they have they don't they don't do it. Just as throw much. water balloons at people. Well, what they they don't do it as much. I'll, I'll I know, be fair, but but if you go into the rural areas, they still do. But if you go into the city, what they do now is they inflate uh, tires. 
they f- they sh- fashion the tires into a sort of a Just ball. Throw water balloons at people. This is not. Well, but the thing is, it's this isn't that hard. <laughs> well, it's like trick or treat. Trick or treat was probably something completely different from what it became, yeah. right? We got we live in a consumer economy, so then it just became about getting sugar from door to door. Okay, like a door to door salesman of bullshit. Yeah. But it's trick or treat. So if you didn't have a treat, you get a trick. Yeah. So there was this idea that mischief was happening, and it's the same thing with the de- carnival devils, right? They're mischievous, but then I think they just like smacking the shit out of people with cow waters. So they were like, hey, we'll just stick with this, <laughs> right? Maybe, and then maybe there's not enough food in DR for there to be treats. Yeah. <laughs> just so they were like, I guess it's issue. tricks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> thank you for t- letting me know the, yeah. uh, about that. Well, right. you should know. If you ever go to DR <laughs> and you're there during carnival, you see a fucking uh, carnival devil with cow waters, you know what to do. Never, n- nothing against the Dominican Republic, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever even contemplated going there for any reason. No, I, that's fine. <laughs> Nobody even knows. I about doubt. That. Yeah, I doubt I'm ever gonna go. Yeah. Sure, it's a lovely place, <laughs> but it's nice. yeah, I've. Uh, it's just an island, it's a Caribbean island. Yeah, that's all. They're all they're all pretty similar. The the atmosphere changes slightly from island to island. No big deal. You're just gonna be on a beach anyway. Yeah. Who cares? So. Um, and then to close this out, or not close it out, but finish up the plot summary, Granny manages to defeat Lily by trapping her in a mirror, unable to find herself, and the three witches return home. Granny also gets trapped in that mirror, but immediately as soon as, uh, death goes, uh... Who are, when you find yourself. Yeah, whenever you find the right version of you, and she immediately just looks down and is like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> she she knows instantly. It was fucking perfect. The na- uh, nanny probably gave her the clue to that if she didn't know it already at the beginning. Remember, because the one of the motifs of this uh, book. Yeah, yeah, I keep, I keep it was episode. It's Magrat, kind of an episode. Magrat was trying going on a voyage to find herself. It's like Granny will never have to find herself. She always knows exactly who she is. Right. Yeah. And so that's the the sort of clue. It comes right back around. Yeah. And yeah, I guess she's just so blunt. She she doesn't get caught up in any bullshit whatsoever yeah whereas her sister is just almost exclusively caught up in bullshit yeah in her own reflection which is an illusion yeah so cool. yeah and three witches return home granny shows mcgrat how to use the wand to do magic and that it takes more than wishing mcgrat throws the wand into a river to be lost forever then the witches go home the long way and see the elephant <laughs> yeah yeah they go to circus yeah. Uh, somewhere and go travel a little bit, which is cool. I, I, I'm. Do you think they? Yeah. I don't know what. It depends on what we read next. If I think there might be a, a, a another witch novel that was there, after this. There's a few, I think. Okay. I we'll, looked it up. Well, uh, if there is, I think we, we might do the whole witch saga, which will be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Just all of them? Because it seems like there's about seven. Let me see. And maybe they're not main characters, but they do they do probably make an appearance in all of these. Lords and ladies. Yep, lords and ladies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down to read it. Um, oh, so, it's a spoof off of A Midsummer's Night Dream. Yeah, it's going to be good. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. 
Oh, they come back to King Varence. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> All right. But yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not go too far into it. But <laughs> our next one will be Lords and Ladies, so we're going to explore yeah. more of the witches shit. Um, yeah. it, what you did almost it was almost like giving a preview. <laughs> you, doing a, a preview. Right. you basically did a preview montage <laughs> rhetorically. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, the witches have been fun so far. I, 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 and... It, like most of them, I don't think I've read Lords and Ladies either. Yeah. Uh, so most of them I, I are new to me. Perfect. Which is great. Uh, okay. So yeah. Um, oh, you did give me that present on second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking, um, in especially in light of this particular episode with travel and stuff, that it would be a good ending don't. to this episode. Is this? No, just open it. God dang it, Melissa. All right, Melissa got me this for my birthday. Happy Thank you, birthday. Melissa. Um, and I'm gonna be very careful because this packaging has like Discworld stickers on it that I actually I, I think are really fucking cool and I want to keep. So. I bet they did that on purpose. <sighs> it frustrates me whenever they do shit like that. It's like yeah. I want to keep the wrapping paper too. <laughs> what the fuck? You could probably cut it. I don't have anything to cut it. Maybe some scissors or something. Yay! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Meow, 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 meow. The cat version now. Meow, 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 meow. It's the Grebo version. Meow, 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 meow. Not the Grebo version. That would end in a rape. Yeah, it would end in you just go outside and rape a meth addict. All right. This is. There you go. If this is a map of the disc world. It is a map of the disc world. Plus some socks. <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. It looked really cool, so I don't know. Melissa, this is probably the coolest thing I've ever gotten. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. I have my fingers uh, crossed. I was like, oh, I hope, he did, I hope he likes it. With my nerdiness, yeah, it, this is... Yeah. Well, because, and also, uh, we could look at it. Um, okay, I don't want to fuck it up. You want to fuck it up? Here, I'll clear out a space here. Yeah. So we could look at it, even, and... Uh, yeah, if we could put this up <laughs> during our podcast, yeah. it would be fucking we can, great. We could actually trace where they are. Yeah, this is this is the head of Atween right here. So, this is the hub. Let's see if we can find Lanker. That's where they started their journey. It would be... <laughs> I think this might this part might be too nerdy for this podcast, even. Oh, I don't... I, I mean... Look, you gave me... Oh, there's Uberwald. <laughs> there Uberwald right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where I imagined it would be. Um, yeah. Oh, man, this is so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nerding out just in my mind right now, people. Yeah. Uh, Lamados. Oh, cool. Where's the circumference? Oh, look at the... The circumference crawl. around. All around. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Four well X, which is Australia. <laughs> is it? Yeah. That's funny. Hawandaland is down here, which is Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, the Neverlands, cool. Uh, Genua would be in. There's Genua. 
you found it? Oh, sweet. Swamp seas, because it would be in a swampy area. Hell yeah. And then they followed the river down from the mountains, and they had to cross the mountains. That is the, uh, The worm. upside down mountain. Yeah, the yeah, worm. With the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the Ramtop Mountains, this is uh, where they would be. This is where the witches stay, oh, the okay. Ramtop Mountains right there. Pretty much right near the center. Yep. Cool. Awesome. This, uh, this is Careful. so fucking awesome and a color version on the back. Yeah. I, I, all right, I got to get you a better present next what are you talking about? You made great presents. <laughs> I love books. You gave me a book. That was awesome. People people usually don't give me books and they don't know what to get me, but that was a good one. You got me a fucking map of the Discord. Like, this wasn't even done. Like, the Discord wasn't mapped for the longest time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Uh, whenever Terry Pratchett first made this world, they were asking him, like, you know, Lord of the Rings has a map. Like, What's, what, what is the map of the Discworld? And Terry Pratchett would just say, "There's uh, there, you can't map a sense of humor. Oh, and yeah. So well, I think he's written that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, for the longest time, nobody mapped it. And then Stephen Briggs, that guy we're going to... Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to stay professional. Um, <laughs> that guy we were going to have on, he was the first person to map the Discworld. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, we should get him on. And this is... Oh, dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, the turtle moves. This is so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking quote on it. I'm going to sit for like an hour later today and read all, every fucking inch of this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm going to nerd out hard. If you got any insights, send me a picture and let me know. All right. <laughs> I would like to and know. Then, yeah, like, I kind of, I want to make it able to put out easily to where I could be like, during our podcast, be like, so they're right here and they're going yeah. along this river. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful though, because then it can't be something that's too adhesive, so that yeah. it would tear. Yeah. We'll think about it. <laughs> you know, maybe clip it to some kind of... I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> that was, that's so fucking cool. Wait, is, is there socks in there? There's some socks. <laughs> I remember I the threw socks in some socks. I wanted to... Nice. Assassins. Yeah. Assassin guild. Yeah. Yeah, I got in a... Uh, the Terry Pratchett ones, the ones with Terry Pratchett's head on it. Right. But yeah, perfect. Yeah. Assassin's Guild. Um, um, I figured that was a the cool next one. one was either going to be Unseen University or Assassin's Guild. Well, I, yeah, I wanted to give you get you the um, Unseen University one, but they're actually sold out. So. Really? Yeah, but I figured that would be <laughs> a consolation prize. For sure. <laughs> awesome. I, I definitely always need socks. <laughs> yeah, me too. For some reason, my socks get eaten through, like my feet just literally eat them. Yeah. Me too. There you go. Sweet little daggers on them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a deadly <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I've also seen that color scheme. I think I've seen you wear um, color scheme similar to that. So I feel like I really have should purple. be able to match it. No? Don't you have a shirt that's purple and black? No. Something like that? No? Oh, maybe it's red and black. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah. I don't mind though. It's all good. I'll I'll, I'll buy some purple harem pants just to go with the socks. <laughs> Sweet. I, I, I No, I don't have a purple hat. I need to get a purple hat then. Like yeah. Make, yeah, I, I always need a new outfit. So. I feel like you'll use any excuse to get a new pair of harem pants <laughs> and a hat, personally. Yeah, it doesn't take much, <laughs> uh, but a new outfit is a good excuse. You're like, a necklace? <laughs> Damn, I'm going to get some silver harem pants. Otherwise, this won't match anything I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do take that. I'm like, making up excuses. I'm like, just go get some pants and hat. Um, that was awesome. That is great. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, 
Well, shit. There you go. That was. I feel like that's the podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> we did a great job. Yep, yep. Um, I'll see you in two weeks. We'll read Lords and Ladies. Mm-hmm. Lords and Ladies. Yep, yep. Write that down. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Let's all right. do it. Well, thank you all for listening and watching. Um, we'll see you later. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you. Baby. Bye. 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 Bye.